Emigration from Ireland was not a new development of the 19th century. Living on an island on the western periphery of Europe, with regular commercial traffic to both continental Europe and North America, its people were never imprisoned by geography in the way that the peasantry of southern and eastern Europe long continued to be. From the Reformation onwards, close ties of religious affinity linked the Catholic Irish to their co-religionists in continental Europe, creating a steady stream of migrants. Merchants, students for the priesthood and recruits for the armies of the Catholic powers. So it was an Irish-born priest, Henry Edgeworth of County Longford, who, as Abbe de Fiumont, attended Louis XVI on his way to the guillotine, while at almost the same time, on the other side of the world, Sligo-born Ambrose O'Higgins was Viceroy of Peru, where he had gone as a servant of the Spanish king. Other Irish emigrants made a more direct journey west. Between 1718 and 1776, an estimated 150,000 crossed the Atlantic to Britain's North American colonies. The majority of these migrants were Presbyterians from the northern province of Ulster. These were already a mobile group, mostly from families who had settled in Ireland during the second half of the 17th century or even later. As a Bible-reading people who prized education and literacy, as commercial farmers and artisans rather than as peasantry, and as inhabitants of the Irish province with the closest trading links with the American colonies, they possessed the information, the resources and the confidence to respond to superior opportunities opening up on the other side of the Atlantic. In America, they established a particular place for themselves as active, land-hungry pioneers, initially in western Pennsylvania, then in western Virginia and the Carolinas, and in what was to become Kentucky. An analysis of the census of population taken in 1790, based on the frequency of certain surnames, suggests that between one in seven and one in six of the white population of the newly independent United States were of Irish origin and that more than two-thirds of these were of an Ulster Presbyterian background. In the thirty years following the end of the American War of Independence in 1783, these settlers of the colonial era were to be followed by another 150,000 emigrants from Ireland, with seven out of ten once again coming from Ulster. This well-established but geographically and culturally limited pattern of transatlantic migration continued after 1815. But it was now supplemented, and eventually overtaken, by a more broadly based outward movement. The first signs of what was to come were in 1816. The previous year, an eruption at the Tambora volcano in Indonesia had propelled a thick blanket of ash into the upper atmosphere, creating a worldwide ecological crisis. To contemporaries, 1816 was the year without a summer, when crops struggled to grow in wet, sunless fields. Emigration from Europe to North America rose threefold. A Belfast newspaper saw the flight that took place as a spectacle without a parallel since the time of the Crusades. In Ireland, dysentery and typhus running through a starving population prolonged the crisis. 
Around 14,000 emigrants left Ireland for North America during 1816-17 and an unprecedented 20,000 in 1818. Numbers fell back from 1819 as news arrived of bank failures and industrial recession in the United States, but not to the same extent as in other parts of Europe. And from the mid-1820s, they began a sustained climb. Some 115,000 emigrants left for North America between 1826 and 1830, and 244,000 during 1831-35. There was a further pause in response to another American recession during 1838-39. But overall, between 1815 and 1845, close to a million emigrants left for North America, three times the number that had done so in the preceding hundred years. 